Oh my God, I think it was at the exact <gasps> same time. Oh, I love this for us. Elliot, you know what to do, babe. Does Elliot, does Elliot ever comment on this? Yeah, yeah, okay. frequently. Because I, I don't know. I don't live with him. And We're so good at it. Oh, look at us. It only took us, what, four and a half years? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Let this go down in history. Um, we are crime culture. Hey. That's Haley. Yep. I'm Caitlin. And what's going on? We're we're apparently doing really great. Um we're fucking thriving. Let me tell you. Vibing and thriving. Yeah. Um, that's the theme of twenty twenty three, I think. I'm I'm st- yeah, I'm sure. starting it already. I'm into that. I'm yeah. into that. Like I mean, I'm okay. I'm here yeah. for that. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, you know. Chilling. Chilling. Just a like fucking a another week, man. Oh, I know. But year is almost over. It it's is. almost time for Turkey. And it so is excited. almost time for the holidays, which can be a blessing slash a curse. Nah, I fucking walked into Target and they were blasting Christmas music. And like, it was the day after Halloween. It was literally <laughs> November 1st. Christmas music blasting. Every single shelf had Christmas shit on it. There was like one teeny, <laughs> teeny, tiny corner of like Halloween clearance that was like nothing. Like they were shoveling it out the door. I was so angry. Wasn't that the same day or was that the day before I also, because if anybody knows those, um, what is it, Geico commercials where they're like, don't be like your parents. Yeah. Um, I took Haley on a FaceTime tour through World Market, my World yeah. Market. To get Halloween decorations. <laughs> to, to be like, what <laughs> Halloween decorations do you want me to get you? And then I was just like, do you want to see the World Market? Here, let's look. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was something you commented too. You were like... They're playing Christmas music already, and some lady like by me was just looking at me like, mm-hmm. I fucking like hate also it. looking at me like, what the fuck? But I'm like, I know I'm really sorry that I have my friend on FaceTime, but also I don't care. No. I've become my parents. Yep. It's fine. It's fine. Um it's at this point, you've become your parents. You have you are 30 at the time you're recording this. Or I mean at uh, the time that we published this. I was gonna this. say the, uh, yeah, the time I've recording, aged you. not so much. We're I've recording aged you early because we're recording early because uh, we would usually record on Saturdays, and that is my birthday, and I decided I don't want to work on my birthday. Yeah. No, and I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. valid. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, among other holidays, we've got Thanksgiving. We've got- I love it. Christmaca. Sure. We've got Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got New Year's. We've got a fuck ton of shit coming around. We've got Boxing Day. Some of us celebrate Boxing Day. Sure. Yeah. Um, go for it. It's not really big in the U.S., but I know. Is it a drinking elsewhere. holiday? I mean, every day is a drinking holiday if you believe in yourself. Bless. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow's Veterans Day at the time that we're recording this. Sure. Yeah. Pour one out for the vets. I'm down. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, that's why today's episode is titled As You Are Seeing It, which I am just saying because i'm assuming you can read and not because we haven't decided what we're titling this episode yet we're free balling the title of this episode (laughs) and we're free um but yeah so i figured you know this is the time we're gonna talk about how and why mostly why and making some examples out of people y'all should drink responsibly specifically 
drinking and driving. I don't care what you drink. I don't care how much you drink. I mean, I do care a little bit. Like, maybe don't drink, like, straight rubbing alcohol. Maybe don't drink, like, a gallon of it. But regardless. So basically, we're a little bit early, but I figured we'd kick it off now because everybody's coming home. I know that apparently I've got, like, a there's, like, some kind of a reunion that's happening. Ugh, I don't even want to something. think about it. I don't really know much about it. I, I've heard whispers. But it all these things always they always happen around Thanksgiving. So people are going and they're always usually at bars. So people are doing the thing. And so I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah. So hopping right in uh, since 1981, December. Again, I know we're a little early, but I think now is a fair time too. yep has been dubbed National Drunk and Drugged Driving Prevention Month or National Impaired Driving Prevention Month. Every year since 1981, after 13-year-old Carrie Leitner, Carrie Leitner was struck and killed in a drunk driving accident on May 3rd, 1980. Okay. Uh, when when she was when the the driver of the car was arrested, his name was Clarence Bush. The police found that not only was this not his first offense, but he had also just been involved in a hit and run driving accident and had been fined for it. Less than a week before he killed Carrie. Oh, geez. Yeah. So at the time, I know now it's like, I I live in California where DUIs are like cracked down on the most. Yeah. But it's, and for those who don't know, DUI means driving under the influence. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Or, or or for some, it's driving while intoxicated. It depends on where you are. Yeah, DWI. But, um, so here, it's like the most cracked down on. And you and me growing up, uh, many of our listeners, I'm sure growing up, like we don't really remember a time when it wasn't. But this was a time when it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it they're, they're like super, like I know California has some of the strictest laws, but back then, the... so. Today, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimates that about one and a half million people. Oh, see, they're cracking down on somebody right now. Yeah. If you can hear the whoops. Um, the, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimates that about one and a half million people are arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs every year. Which yeah, is and a fuck ton. That's only the people that are like caught. Arrested for it. Yeah. yeah. I know people who have done it. Not that I promote that but i know people who have done it and have by the grace of whoever have somehow not gotten on a literal or metaphorical police radar yeah um so that's just the ones that are caught like Haley said um but at the time that carrie was killed driving while intoxicated was just a misdemeanor and it was barely prosecuted so the chances of bush getting off without so much as a slap on the wrist were pretty high like he wasn't he wasn't seeing jail time for this even like killing somebody yes and so carrie's mother candace or candy lightner was obviously not cool with this and she wanted to seek justice not just for her daughter but for all of the other people and all of the other parents who like so many families get ripped apart by this yeah. So she decided to take action and found fa- and um, founded a nonprofit organization that you may have heard of called mm. Mothers Against Drunk Driving or yes. MAD for short. And she 
as part of the organization and as not part of the organization, she lobbied for, first of all, a more defined, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like definition, like a more, a more specified definition of what drunk driving was considered to be in the legal system. And for, cause they didn't even have like, for example, like a legal limit for how much blood can be, how much your blood alcohol content yeah, can yeah. be. Um, so she lo- she lobbied for stricter laws um, for prosecution that did include not just jail time, but also license suspensions. Yeah. Um, and it got to the point that, first of all, this became a whole ass movement and it snowballed so quickly, partially because this was during the Reagan administration. I'll pause for booing. Mm. Um, and he actually created the Presidential Commission of Drunk Driving, which was a committee on which he appointed Candy to serve. Wow. Yeah. So by 1984, Congress passed the National Minimum Age Drinking Act, which established 21 as the legal drinking age in the U.S., which I thought was interesting because I always thought it was like people thought, oh, their brains aren't fully formed. And I'm sure that that's also some like ripple effect of the Reagan administration with the whole like war on drugs and all that other bullshit that was going on. Yeah. Um, But no, it was mostly because it was like teens, whether they whether they can handle alcohol at 18 or whether they can handle alcohol at 21, like younger people are more likely to make dumb decisions. Yeah. And so she was like, if we take away the opportunity for the dumb decision, then it, they will they will be reduced, yeah. which I always thought it was a health thing or a medical thing. Rather, it was maybe Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, because it, it's still it was, it's still 18 in a lot of. Uh, countries yeah outside, yeah a lot of places outside the u.s it's still 18 yeah. years old and like my mom grew up when um when it was when the the legal age was 18 and mm-hmm. then it switched to 21 when she was 19 years old and working at bars that happened to my friend's dad or a former friend i don't but a former friend's dad he but except i think the story was he like turned he 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 was like about to turn 18 and he turned 18 after this act was passed and i was yep. like yo <laughs> that fucking sucks what a bummer what's worse um but regardless so this act was passed and while a lot of people in the us i know find this to be a real pain in the ass and people like outside the us are like what the fuck is up with this like this is some some archaic bullshit um, at the time, at the very least, it was effective because in 1988, a review by the U.S. General Accounting Office found that raising the drinking age reduced underage drinking, but specifically underage drunk driving and alcohol-related traffic accidents amongst underage drivers. Yeah, because you got to think, like, um, if the legal age is 18 mm-hmm. and underage drinking then, like, usually, like, now 21, like, you, like you'll find a lot of 18 year olds drinking because yeah. like they're just entering college. Yeah, yeah. But if the legal age is 18, then you got to think like 17, 16, 15, 14 year olds are like, well, it's close enough. And I mean, start I think drinking they were then. doing that anyway, at least like when I, when I was a teenager, like that's the age that it was too. And it was 21. Yeah. I mean, I knew a lot of people that were drinking, uh, young. like very, very young, yeah. but, um, I mean, not 
So I guess also the area that I grew up in, not like yeah, same, same. like literal babies. Yes, <laughs> drinking yes. like like ten, eleven year olds or whatever. But I guess like raising that limit also kind of raises the age of underage drinking. Because I mean, you're, I can see the theory. Yeah, if you're just starting drinking and you're like sixteen years old and you're just getting your license, like you're already not a good driver. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and add like alcohol to that, just like. Not well, a good not situation. Every, not every teen was getting their license. Even today, not every teen gets their license at 16. Like some yeah. of them get it at 17 and 18. So like you're even if you're older, even if you are 18 and you're of the legal drinking age, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily like not still. And even like two years in, you're still a pretty relatively new, inexperienced yeah. driver. Age does not make you more experienced with something practice does. Yeah, that's a that's very true. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So at the very least, though, it was effective today. And again, very interesting to me. I did not know that, like, really, there's no, like, health thing involved. I always thought that that was yep. why. But no, it was because of Candy's activism, which she continues today. Um, she was removed from Mad's board of directors as the organization's leader and financial manager in 1985. But now she serves as the president of the organization We Save Lives, which, according to its mission statement on its website, quote, supports and promotes solution-driven policies and programs that save lives by changing dangerous driving choices through viral awareness, education, advocacy, and partnerships, end quote. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of these stats can be boring, and especially, like, for, like I've mentioned before, we've got listeners outside the U.S., um, but we've also got listeners in the U.S. that we've been hearing this shit at assemblies since, what, middle school? I and mean, I I think we've talked about it maybe once before, but I was actually in one of those like reenactments. I was in the clubs that put on the reenactments that did not do the reenactments. We we brought the cops in for, to do that, but like I know. Oh what no, you we mean. we had cops and they they brought in. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If, yeah, they brought in yes. the car. They they <laughs> they plopped it on the the school lawn without like any like. Mm -hmm. Re like not telling anyone that they were doing mm -hmm. this they just plopped it on the lawn and were like here is a destroyed car from a like dui accident yep. where somebody died <laughs> yeah uh and it was rough and yeah i got asked to like be in that like little reenactment skit and i mean call it like corny or whatever but like i had to be the person that like comes out of the car and sees all of the wreckage and like yeah were you the driver I no, I was okay. the passenger. I was in the passenger seat, and um, the our little scenario was that we hit uh, a kid on a bike, <gasps> and the kid, Shit. and the kid was played played by um, one of my friends from high school, his little brother oh. that I literally grew up with. So like, I was like, okay, how, like how am I gonna do this? Like, also, it's like kind of embarrassing. The whole high school is like watching whatever, right. and like you're getting heckled, like. Oh, of course. Yeah, of, yeah course. of course. I was doing it because I was asked to do it. I wasn't doing it because I was, like, super passionate about the cause. Obviously, don't drink and drive. Like, that's fucked up. But, uh, yeah, like, coming out of that car for the scenario and, like, seeing him on the ground, like, in front of the car. And, like, they put fake blood on us and everything. It's, like, it was fucking intense. You and, can like, get into that very, like, that mindset very quickly and yeah. very easily when it's like that. Anyone that was, like, there in my high school at the time and, like, saw it, that, I was real life crying like yeah. they loaded us into the fucking ambulance like it is horrifying i can't even begin to imagine the terror of like 
being in that actual scenario. Yeah. That's horrifying. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I I I know that this isn't necessarily like cool. It's not the most exciting shit. Like I, I know that I, for example, don't drink, not to throw him under the metaphorical bus, but Elliot doesn't drink either. Um most of the people I know do. Haley does. I've gone out quote unquote drinking with her and her mom. Like <laughs> like I mean, I'm yeah. not I I because I yeah, do feel like it's a little about it. I know, but I'm saying I feel like it does come off a little like different and preachy coming from somebody who doesn't drink mm-hmm. than than somebody it, yeah, who does. Yeah. Um, but like I mean like I mean, like I said, most of the people I know do. Like, yes, I have lost friends over it, but like to me it's not a big deal that I don't drink. I was just yeah. saying to somebody a couple weeks ago, um, at the at the Halloween bar crawl, somebody asked me, they were like, Doesn't this bother you that like everybody's drunk and you're not? And I'm like, <laughs> Nah, I have a drunk personality. I'm just waiting for everybody to catch up. Like, I feel the most at peace when everybody around me is. I don't know if that's healthy, but <laughs> when everybody around me is a little is a little bit vibey because, like, th- I'm there already. Like, everybody yeah, just get on just, my level. Everyone's getting on like a loose lips level and just, exactly. Like, and I've already around. been here. I've been just keeping it warm for everybody. And those are great evenings if you. Uh, can keep your wits about you. Everyone is like either walking or has somebody that is driving or like just everyone just do it right. Like, yeah, if you're going to plan a drunken night out, yes. plan it. Yes. <laughs> that The big deal is not that you're drinking. The big deal is that you're drinking responsibly. Yes. And uh, though apparently like Gen Z is going to kill alcohol the way millennials have killed like the napkin and owning a home and having a will to live. So we'll see what they do with that. Millennials don't use napkins? Huh? Apparently we've killed the napkins. I just steal napkins from Chipotle. I mean, yeah, but we don't that's that's what it is though cuz we're not going out and buying napkins. Oh, fuck the napkins. And if you industry. run out of napkins, you use a paper towel. Like I know, we're barbarians. Avocado fuck toast. Fuck big napkin. I'm just going to um, wash fuck my Fuck big napkin. Um that's going to be Felix's rap name. Big napkin. Um that's basically what he is. He's that dog in the Cheetos commercial. Um but yeah, basically I, one quote that I that is often attributed to Candy that I think sums everything up perfectly is, quote, I am not against drinking. I am for responsible drinking. We don't let people walk around with a loaded gun in our neighborhood, but we let them drink when they drive, end quote. And that quote has aged. Yeah, <laughs> it got worse. Uh, yeah. Got much I was worse. Just, you know what? As you were saying, like, at the very beginning, talking about, like, how she's so frustrated that her child died and seemingly nothing was done about it that i mean i can't that has to be how these mothers feel during these school shootings and oh, stuff absolutely. like sorry i'm so sorry to bring it up but like no but do because it's still seemingly happening. seemingly nothing is be- like everyone is like thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers like oh that's such a horrible tragedy but like but what is being done i mean it's not even it's not even it's 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 it's, it's what is being done but it's also like it's not they're not even being talked about like only when they are absolutely horrific are these things being talked about and we're and only talking about it for like 2 weeks after it happens like it's and it's it's like the same thing as uh the drinking and driving issue it's like oh this is such a terrible tragedy such a, a needless tragedy but all right moving I mean, on but in that vein there are parents in uh, that are unfortunately there's a community of parents now who have lost their children 
to gun violence in schools and in malls and in churches and places of worship and just concerts, concerts, grocery stores, places where you should be safe, where you should feel safe. And honestly, I mean, they are not and not even just parents. Kids, look at David Hogg, one of the survivors of the uh, Marjorie, I always, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Douglas, shooting. Yes, because unfortunately, there's another Marjorie with three names, and she's heavily featured in the news. Um, But Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting, and he's the the founder or the co-founder, I'm not 100%, of March for Our Lives. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and, I'm not saying no one's yeah. doing anything about oh, it. I'm yeah, just saying that, like, I hope that because this Mad, has the same effect. Yeah. Mad had like a very Mad like, was everywhere. It was everywhere. And it had like you see how like strict drinking and driving laws are now. Like, I yeah. I hope the same for the gun violence issue. Same. I completely agree with you. Um, But yeah. So with all that being said, I'm not going to throw stats at everybody, but you know what I am going to do? Tell me. We're going to talk about famous DUIs. Because what better way to do this than to make examples out of people? Some positive, some negative. Um, I did skip some because there's DUIs that are because you're more fucked up than you thought or you were selfish or you weren't using common sense or what have you. But then there's also the people who are deep into like traumatic, like deep in the throes of traumatic experiences and abuse and addiction and psychotic breaks and whatnot. So I tried to steer clear of some of those just because like Sometimes, like, you find out later that there was shit going on or you... you. It wasn't purely because they they were just drinking too exactly, much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure you're thinking of some people. Um, they're probably... You're probably correct. I skipped mm-hmm. them. Um, and then there's others that I may not be mentioning on this list because we're going to go more in depth on them for their own episodes in the future because they did other things besides drunk driving. Yeah. Um, but anyway, here we go. And to start it off, so I know I said all that, but Mel Gibson has done so much shitty shit in his life that he honestly could qualify for his own episode, but oh, we're not giving anti-Semites sure. and bigots and abusers a platform. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that guy. But in 2006, he was charged with misdemeanor drunk driving after being stopped on Malibu's Pacific Coast Highway while speeding in his vehicle with an open container of alcohol. And according to a 2011 article in Vanity Fair, he first told the arresting officer, quote, my life is over. I'm fucked. Robin's going to leave me, end quote. Robin being, at the time, his, I believe his wife? I, forgive me, didn't look up whether or not Mel Gibson was married because, quite frankly, don't give a fuck about Mel Gibson. Also, and how? <laughs> multiple times, though. Yeah, Robin Moore Gibson, ex-wife, they were married until 2011, so she did not, in fact, leave him then. Um, but... She's the father or the mother of most of his children, their children, and she's a nurse, which I think oh. is cool. Good for her. Um, and I mean, as I said, I, she should have left leave him, so good for her. Yeah. But should have left him earlier, though. Yeah. So but more famously, especially after what I'm about to tell you, he also made some anti-Semitic remarks to the no. arresting officer. You don't remember this? Yeah, of course oh, I, I do. Was like, I, I, no, I took you for, <laughs> for real. I was like, girl. 
What? Have you seen the fucking mugshot? Did, did you not see the rock I lived under and I still heard about this shit? <laughs> but yeah, so he said, for those who don't know, quote, fucking Jews. The Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. Are you a Jew? End quote. Dude, dude, like fucking what? Oh, it gets better <laughs> because the deputy's arrest notes also reportedly said that Gibson at one point, quote, bolted away from him and tried to escape before he was eventually handcuffed. All right, brave. What a guy. Calm down. So Gibson went on to describe these comments as, quote, despicable and issued a couple of public apologies, including a televised interview with Diane Sawyer and another specified apology through his publicist just to the Jewish community, saying, quote, I want to apologize specifically to everyone in the Jewish community for the vitriolic and harmful words. Please know from my heart that I am not an anti-Semite. I am not a bigot. Hatred of any kind goes against my faith, end quote. He says All he's right, not a bigot. tell us from your wallet. Well, also, he said he's not a bigot, but in the 90s, Glad came on his ass because he was using the F slur. So you tell me. And also, that one was another product of drinking. And you know what they say, drunk thoughts, sober words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. Uh, somebody, uh, especially like with all the stuff that's going on with sober Kanye. Sober drunk words, my bad. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, with all the stuff that's going on with Kanye, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about him and they were like, uh, people keep like saying like, oh, he needs to be on like medication. Like he has like mental health distresses. I was like, mental health distresses do not create like anti-Semitic thoughts. I was going like, to say, I'm mentally unhealthy. I'm not an anti-Semite. Yeah. Like if you have bipolar or if you have like, any other like mental health um diagnosis like that doesn't make you like an anti-semitic no. thought is not like a mental health struggle like no. that's that you're just a fucking asshole that's like calling pedophilia a mental health struggle ugh, i mean ugh, i don't know man just fucking gross but yeah so gibson's publicist well first of all Gibson ultimately pled no contest and was sentenced to three years probation. But his publicist later issued a statement saying that he had entered a rehab program. And even still, he was pretty much blacklisted in Hollywood for like a decade. Um, The co-founder of Lorimar Productions, which if you don't know it, you know everything that they've done. They are they were are one of the biggest production companies in the entertainment industry um mm. like true truly just a, B, a bfd one of the co-founders who of course was jewish even took out like a full page ad in the la times wow like yeah um but yeah so he did eventually make a comeback in 2016 with the oscar-winning biographical war film hacksaw ridge opposite andrew garfield our boy yep um and in 2020 he declared he had been sober for 10 years but again he's done some shitty shit in between so like and we don't let alcohol excuse shitty behavior i'm sorry yeah but yeah i'm gonna kill an ant on my keyboard real quick Um, please leave my life and (laughs) next we're gonna (laughs) they're coming from everywhere um Haley knows this she knows that i'll hop on every so often and my eye will be like twitching and i'm like look they're back um but yeah so amy locaine is our next one um Mm -hmm. and so for those who don't know who she is she was best known for she is best known for her performances in john waters's film crybaby opposite johnny depp she was his love interest yep yep uh she had a recurring role on melrose place she was in the brendan fraser movie school ties she was his love interest um, but in 2010, she was driving 
53 miles per hour or 85 kilometers per hour for our non-US listeners in a 35 mile per hour or 56 kilometers per hour zone in Montclair, New Jersey. Oh, when hey. she yeah, you're not going to love this. You might have heard about oh, this honestly. Maybe. Um she crashed into a car driven by a man named Fred Seaman who was traveling at 3 miles an hour or 4.8 kilometers per hour because he was making a left-hand turn in front of her into his driveway and she mm. just fucking t-boned his ass and Jesus it Christ. killed his wife Helene who was 60 <gasps> years old. Oh, when you're basically stopped, you're home, you're at you're at home pulling into your your safe place like we were talking about before with gun violence like you're getting yeah. to your, somewhere you should be safe um but yeah so locaine's blood alcohol level was found to be 0.23 percent which was Ooh. nearly three times the legal limit yeah and she was indicted for her aggravated manslaughter and assault by automobile. And in 2012, she was found guilty of vehicular homicide and assault by auto and was sentenced to three years in prison the following year with the judge imposing. So the minimum sentence was five years. But because it was he was like, oh, well, her kids shouldn't grow up without a mother. And like he had all of these like like mitigating factors that he said he was considering. He made it mm. a three year sentence. Okay. So she served it at Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for Women and was released on parole in 2015. But then the following year in 2016, hi, Beanie, um, a New Jersey appeals court ruled that the sentence should be re-reviewed because the judge basically didn't provide a good enough reason for leniency. They're like, these kids had a dad. Like, yeah. Come on. And And also after she, I didn't really include this in here, after she was released on parole like that same year her husband filed for divorce like Ooh. so i mean like the kids had a dad um yeah. so after this review the judge the original presiding judge backtracked and said that okay she should serve an additional six months in prison but then in 2017 he backtracked on that backtrack saying oh she doesn't pose a threat to society so she doesn't need to serve the six months so then nevertheless the court persisted and in 2019, Locaine was resentenced to five years in prison, but stayed free on bail pending an appeal from her attorneys. And in 2020, the appeals court ruled that this resentencing was incorrect and basically needed to be redone. However, they also were like, listen, your argument that this violates double jeopardy protections, because basically double jeopardy is like, oh, she served her sentence. She did her parole you can't resentence her for the same crime. Yeah. Um, they were like, yeah, nah, because you barely got a sentence. Yeah. So she was ultimately sentenced to eight years in New Jersey state prison after a judge agreed with prosecutors that the initial sentence had been too lenient, too lenient. And Locaine later said that the memory of Helene Seaman would, quote, for be forever in her thoughts, end quote. And in 2021, she emailed Eric Brenner from prison after appearing on his show Breaking News Los Angeles and said of Howard Stern, quote, Howard actually spoke up one morning after Carried Away came out. I didn't hear him, but he was supposedly very supportive of me, end quote. Hmm. So then Chris Pine is our next one. Really? I know. I tried to go for ones that were a bit of a surprise. Okay. 
Um, he was pulled over by police in New Zealand under the suspicion of drunk driving in March 2014 at a, like, routine DUI checkpoint. Also, for those who don't know, not that you, you should know, like, Chris Pine is, it, Haley, he's been in Just My Luck. He's been in Star Trek. He's oh, in yeah. the new Don't Worry Darling movie. Um, there was that whole Spitgate thing. There was the whole him, like, him just, him just helping out flow pew every chance he got there's yeah. there's a whole fucking thing there but um yeah i love him he's my hero um maybe not one my of hero, the hollywood chrises huh he's one of the hollywood chrises yes arguably one of the better ones i'd say despite yeah. the fact that one of them was recently dubbed the sexiest man alive um but yeah so officials said that pine was leaving a rap party for the movie that he was shooting at the time z for zachariah before he got into his vehicle around 2 30 a.m to go home and after leaving this, uh, did I say this was in 2014? Yes. Um, so this was on February 28th, 2014. Okay. He was stopped at 3.27 a.m. And breath and blood tests indicated that his blood alcohol level was 0.11%. Okay. So not... Slightly over. Oh, so slightly over. Still not legal. 0.08 but, is but the, not, yes, the limit, 0. right? 0.08 is yeah. legal. And at least here. Um, and... I think in most places. And then that's why. But I say this just because Amy Locaines was 0.23. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It is in New Zealand. If I continued to read my notes here, I would see that. Um, <laughs> but so he was subsequently charged with driving with a blood alcohol content level over the legal limit, which is 0.08 in New Zealand. Yep. Um, and prosecutors later said that Pine admitted to them that he had had four vodka drinks at the bar where they had this rap party. Ah, um, okay. However, the bar later was like, hey, like we didn't overserve him. He seemed fine. Um, yeah. So at this hearing the next month, he was reportedly calm and like felt bad, pled guilty to the drunk driving charge. And he was ultimately fined 79 US dollars, which is 93 in New Zealand and had his New Zealand driver's license suspended for six months. Mm-hmm. And the judge said that she charged the actor because she was, quote, obliged to, to, to blah, blah, blah. I can't speak. Did you hear that? I heard that. I could not. I've never been able to beatbox in my fucking life. I think it's the closest I've ever been. Um, she said that she charged Pine because she was, quote, obliged to treat offenders alike, end quote. However, she also noted that he had made contributions to charity that were more than quadruple the amount of his fine. So. Okay at least 316 us dollars and 372 new zealand <coughs> currency and he was stopped remember. he was stopped at like a random a checkpoint yeah a checkpoint yeah. he wasn't stopped because he was swerving or no, like they were yeah. just they check everybody yeah. um and she also accept, said that she accepted that pine was quote entirely remorseful end quote and that the incident was out of character Pine did kind of come under flack by uh, the media because when he left, he greeted fans, he signed some autographs, and then he left. He was wearing sunglasses, and they were like, oh, he's being so cool and calm and collected. And I'm like, but I mean, at the same time... How is he supposed to act? I I was going to say, like, how do you behave in a situation like that? Like, Lori Loughlin was doing the same thing. Like, that's kind of what celebrities do. Is it right? I don't really know. I've never been in that situation. But... 
I, am I trying to explain away Chris Pine's actions because he's hot? No, I'm not. Does it sound like I am? Absolutely. No, is he, he should, hot? Yes, he is. He is, but he should the be held. Re- not mutually He should exclusive. still be held responsible. Like exactly. you and he was. You, yeah. And he and he didn't fight it. He didn't. Yeah. He he said, "I did it. I feel bad." Yeah. Um. But next up, so now this one, I think, is the first time I ever heard about DUIs, like okay. ever as a kid in the news, any of it. And that is Michelle Rodriguez, who people may know from the Fast and the Furious franchise or Lost or Blue Crush. Um, she was she was also, I think, the first time I found out about bisexual people, if I remember correctly. Really? Okay. I think she may have also been that. <laughs> she wasn't my like bi awakening. That's not what I mean. But I think that was the first time where I was like, yo, you can like both. Um, I'm pretty she may have been. I don't remember. OK, um, but I'm sure she'd be glad to take credit. I'm sure she knows exactly who I am. Um, but yeah, so Rodriguez was first charged with eight misdemeanors in 2003 in Los Angeles for uh, for two driving-related charges, including driving with a suspended license. I can't speak, and I can't read my notes. Eight misdemeanors, Los Angeles, 2003. Yeah. Suspended license, hit-and-run, DUI, among others. Mm-hmm. She pleaded no contest and was sentenced to complete a three-month alcohol program, spend two days in jail, perform community service at the morgues of two New York hospitals, and serve a three-year probation term. So she got hit pretty that's, hard. Yeah, that's a that's a bunch of stuff to do. Yeah, and and I mean she was she was in her like early twenties, so like good, like again yeah. like newly legal age and ish, like within five years. Yep. Um, but yeah, so then in 2005, she was arrested again for DUI, this time in Hawaii, during which she told the arresting officer, quote, I don't fucking belong here. Why don't you just put a gun to my head and shoot me? End quote. Whoa, okay. Yes. People called that a rant in the tabloids. That's a sentence. I wouldn't but it's call a, that a rant. It's a strong, it's a strong statement. Yes, but I would not say rant implies. She went on and on and on. Not even that she went on and on and on, but that she was like that that she was intending to inflict verbal harm on the officer whereas clearly it seemed more like i don't belong here shoot me not like are you a jew (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah that i would call a rant i don't know that i'd call this a rant but either way she pled guilty and was given the choice of performing 240 hours of community service or spending five days in jail and paying a $500 fine. She chose the jail on the fine. Fucking lazy ass bitch. I was like, damn. Um, But then in 2007, she violated the terms of her probation from her 2003 arrest, which was to refrain, or yeah, she, she could not drink alcohol for 90 days. And allegedly she drank alcohol at least three times while wearing her ankle monitor, which (laughs) texts, it basically, she explains it. But basically, it's got this little sensor that when you sweat, it can tell the alcohol content of your sweat. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so because I, I also was like, well, what the fuck does that matter if she's wearing the ankle monitor? Of course. How are they going to know? Yeah. Um, so she actually she later wrote of this parole violation on her blog in 2007 and the arrest. So she says, quote, we stop we get stopped driving like 15 miles an hour down a 35 to 40 mile per hour road i cry this sucks ass i get it over with I take some pic- take pictures with some cops at precinct on their camera phone take oh a breathalyzer and go home a couple of hours later i hire some lawyer from hawaii 
lose my 28 acres of land and my home in Jersey paying them off just so I can get some the same treatment I would have I would have gotten from a public defender I realized my payday in movies was way better than TV at that moment I do my time in LA I get out a couple of hours later I get out in a couple of hours because they only have room for real criminals like killers drug dealers and rapists I pay fines do my community service and I get a sentence to wear a bracelet for three months the bracelet is to detect liquor content in your sweat every half hour. It takes a reading using some sp- split fuel cell type technology. I go to get this thing put on and I realize this thing is like a freaking VCR. And why do they care if I drink? What am I going to do? Drink and walk over someone? I have no license. I think that level of vigilance is great for alcoholics, druggies, and heroin addicts. Um, yet, I felt for someone like me who loves her life too much to fuck it up. For a sip of, al- of of a beverage, this level of control just isn't necessary, end quote. So she violated the parole yeah. and ultimately was sentenced to 180 days in a Los Angeles County jail in 2008, but was released after serving 18 days due to overcrowding and completed her community service that was required of her in 2009. Hmm. The end. All right. Next up. Haley. Yeah. We've all seen this mugshot. And I've got to ask you, when you saw his face, were you a believer? Oh, no. (laughs) I remember this one. Is there a trace of doubt in your mind? Yeah. So in 2014, at the age of 19, Justin Bieber was arrested. (laughs) No, you don't say. (laughs) Um, But he was with, I don't remember this part. He was with another singer, Khalil, after they were drag racing in a yellow lamborghini in miami beach florida i remember the drag racing i remember the florida i don't remember khalil but bieber was charged with dui resisting arrest without violence and driving with an over six month expired license he allegedly told authorities he had consumed alcohol smoked marijuana and taken prescription drugs and then he failed a a field sobriety test and the miami i can't i can't speak miami what's wrong with me my miami the Miami Beach police chief said that Bieber was, quote, a little belligerent using some choice words, end quote, upon his arrest, which, all right, I believe it. And a toxicology report later revealed he had THC and Xanax in his system at the time of his arrest. And Oof. after this, over 270,000 people petitioned the White House for him to be deported from the U.S. back to Canada. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was Canadian. I forgot about that. Yeah. But I remember it. I was like, deported? What the fuck? Deported. And apparently, like, legally, they really could not do it because there was some, like, law that Congress enacted that was, like, there's certain crimes that, like, fit the bill and, like, DUIs are not one of them. Yeah. um, For deportation. But regardless, like, he pled guilty to the charges of resisting an officer without violence and a lesser charge of driving without due care and attention. (coughs) And he was fined $500 and sentenced to attend a 12-hour anger management course, as well as a program that teaches the impact of drunk driving on victims. And as part of his plea bargain, he also made a $50,000 contribution to Our Kids, a local children's charity. And in January 2021, he reflected on this arrest, calling it, quote, not his finest hour, end quote. And encouraging fans to, quote, let the forgiveness of Jesus take over and watch your life blossom into all that God has designed you to be, end quote. Excuse me, what? (laughs) I don't know, man. But next up, before there was Nikki on Orange is the New Black and Nadia on Russian Doll, Natasha Leone, which I keep wanting to call her Lion, 
is another celebrity who had a real fucking time of it. Oh, um, no. In 2001, so relatively on the heels of, first she was in this breakout hit indie movie, But I'm a Cheerleader, but she also had a role in American Pie, which came yep. out literally in 2000, uh, But I'm a Cheerleader came out in 1999. Like, she, yep. had, she had some times. Um, she got a DUI while driving a rental car in 2001 when she hit a sign and a bush outside the Fontainebleau by, in Miami Beach, mm. which caused $2,500 in damages. Oh, no. Then she fled the scene. Oh. Don't flee can't the do scene. That. Don't can't flee be doing the scene. that. When she was eventually arrested, Leon allegedly told the police, quote, I'm a movie star. Can I talk to my entertainment lawyer? End quote. Ugh. And you, if you have to tell them you're a movie star. I, so many people do it, though. Do you know who I am? Like, oh, I, so many so people cringe. do it. so cringe. I, I, I think I've told this story before. If but... you have to ask them who you are, you're nobody. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that because now I have to tell this story. And I was, I think, I, I think I have before, and I was definitely going to tell it when we covered her eventually. But somebody I went to school with, grammar school with in Connecticut, her father was a restaurant owner. And one day, either after closing or like literally like five minutes before closing, allegedly, Martha Stewart walked into his restaurant and wanted to oh. eat. He said, we're closed. She said, do you know who I am? Oof. And apparently he looked her in the eye and said, no. <laughs> and she got fucking flex. pissed. <laughs> and she was like, you're done. Your, your restaurant's going to get closed. You just fucked with the wrong bitch. Because you All didn't know who you stuff. were. He knew fucking who she was. Dumb bitch. Oh, no, okay. he knew who she was. But he did it because he knew it was going to fuck her up. And it, yeah. it was correct. It was correct. She pulled um, a James Corden. Oh, I hope somebody does. I hope, I hope that fucking, what restaurant is it, Hale? I, I can't even keep up anymore. Balthazar? Balthazar, that's what it is. You um, know what's a weird flex? They just had him on Hot Ones. James Corden, not the Balthazar guy. Isn't that weird? Sean. It's like, why wouldn't you just, Sean like, Evans, shelve, what are you doing? Shelve that what episode. What are you doing? <laughs> not the Whatever. time. Oh, God damn it. Natasha Leone. Natasha Leone, everybody. So, she had a passenger in this car. Adam Goldberg, Uh-oh. who was from Saving Private Ryan. Is he the Adam Goldberg of... No. Okay. <laughs> he is not Lizzie McGuire's Adam Goldberg. He is not. Um, trust me. Trust me. I, too, asked the same question. However, I was like, I don't remember Gordo being in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I don't have a very good memory, but I think I remember that. No. He was in Dazed and Confused um i'm trying to think of like anything more recent that he's been in not that he hasn't been in anything more recent but just like sorry i was just doing research things i was just doing research for an episode and a guy in one of the movies is literally named john doe and i was like there's no way that's a real person yeah oh that's there's no way it's wild um but yeah so goldberg reportedly told the police that he had actually tried to stop leon but quote i just didn't know how i didn't know whether to grab the emergency brake or what end quote Mm mm-hmm so she pled guilty to the charge the following year and was sentenced to six months probation, during which her license was also suspended. And she was ordered to pay $1,000 in fines and court fees and had to perform 50 hours of community service and take part in a victim's panel organized by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mm-hmm. 
Leon has since, again, she's had a really difficult battle with drug and alcohol addiction. She, like, had to get, like, open heart surgery or something. She's had, like, collapsed lungs, I believe is the thing. Like, she's she's been through it. It sounds like it, yeah. But she has since gotten sober, and it seems like she's really living her best life right now. And she's in some successful shit. Yeah. And, I mean, she hasn't. She's been on her best behavior. And that's the one thing. It's like that's that's what you want you want reform you want people to be like yeah that was not the thing to do i'm going to be better yeah which brings me to Mm -hmm. my next one Haley. yep i love you 3000 okay god damn it i really i hoped i hoped i really i know the quote i got it okay Oh, so you're just fucking Han soloing me. Great. Got it. Great. Yeah. Um, so Robert Downey Jr. is who I'm referencing here because yeah, he's almost no like shit. <laughs> a success story yeah. in terms of DUIs. Um, and that's re- that's kind of why I'm mentioning him here because he also, like Leon, had a really rough time of it as he was coming up into his own with growing up, his celebrity, his father was a celebrity. Um, he suffered from addiction very mm-hmm. much. And he's no stranger to law enforcement um, in uh, among other run ins with the law. In 1996, he had a run in with the police, which included possession of a controlled substance, carrying a concealed weapon in a vehicle with a prior conviction, use of a controlled substance. Um, he's just he's been through. So many. Legal challenges in, in when in his younger years. I should say um, his his pre what do you want to call it? Even his pre Dr. Doolittle, because I think that was before um, Iron Man. Iron Man came out in 2008. Uh-huh. But in like the 90s and the earlier 2000s, it was it was a very, a very difficult time for him. Um, but he's been drug free since july 2003 he credits his wife with helping him overcome his drug and alcohol habits as well as therapy meditation 12-step programs yoga um wing chun kung fu which i wasn't expecting okay um to the to the point that like the he learned it from a um what do you call it a kung fu fighter um that his name is Eric Oram and Oram is anytime that he can his like personal fight coordinator. So like all of the fight scenes that you see that he's in with like the Avengers and stuff like that, that's stuff that he has that, that that's because of like Robert Downey Jr. being like, Hey, I want him. Yeah. Which I think is like really fucking dope, you know? Um, but yeah, like he just went through a ton of drug treatment programs unsuccessfully prior to this. Um, in 1999, he told a judge, quote, it's like I have a shotgun in my mouth and I've got my finger on the trigger and I like the taste of the gunmetal, end quote. Mm. Um, which just so sad, so fucking heartbreaking. And like, I just I, I really I, I sympathize with the folks who struggle with addiction yeah. in this way like because it sound from the sound of it he didn't seem to want to have this life either and he was like people people would kind of look to him as like they'd look to Lindsay Lohan yeah and it was just it was it was a big bummer um 
I don't really remember any of this. I was shocked when I found out about this, like after because he really he got his comeback with Iron Man. He got a complete yeah, second for sure. chance. Yeah. And honestly, he's very lucky to have gotten that second chance um, to the point in 2015. He received a full and unconditional pardon from the former California governor, Jerry Brown. Mm. Um, and he has also not just gotten this second chance in his in his career but with his personal life with his marriage to his wife susan um because i think i think he was dating sarah jessica parker or somebody like she left him because it was so bad yeah um like i think they were engaged um but apparently he seems to understand that as well because he has actually paid privately like quietly for rehab for several celebrities who have gone through the throes of addiction very publicly like he has um i believe matthew perry is one of them but didn't and we talk about like isn't he like a beneficiary for like army hammer didn't we talk about that? that was who it was it was army hammer he did it for army hammer among other people yeah um but he said he's he's also he does so not just because he's sympathetic to and understands their experiences with addiction <laughs> But because also it's allegedly an attempt to pay it forward because Mel Gibson apparently did the same thing for him. Yeah. Which talk about a full circle moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but next up. I can't not talk about it. It's one of the most iconic reality TV moments. Okay. So in 2007... Chloe Kardashian was arrested for DUI in Cal- in California, which her mother slash momager Chris Jenner later said was because she was grieving her late father Robert Kardashian, whose death anniversary Chris said had just had was around that time, like at the at that time that Chloe was arrested, okay. and that Chloe would always be just angry and really struggling with her grief around that time of year. However. Chloe was arrested on March 7th, and as many people were quick to point out, Robert's death anniversary is September 30th, so... That's, I mean, everyone grieves differently, but everybody that grieves seems... Differently. But don't say that it seems was... seems to not be connected. Don't say it's the death anniversary. Yeah. Like, you could just say she's grieving her father. We don't need to bring time into it, especially when people have calendars. But so Chloe was charged and faced a sentence of up to 30 days and in prison and enrollment in an alcohol treatment program within three weeks of her release from jail. But ultimately, she spent only three hours in jail in July 2008 before she was released due to overcrowding. And regardless, her crime, for those who didn't know what I was referencing earlier, remains one of the most infamous thanks to that one scene on Keeping Up with the Kardashians in which they're all in the car driving Chloe to jail. And Chris yells at Kim and says, quote, Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. End quote. <laughs> Kim what is in the back taking selfies. And a, a few years ago, Kim actually released the selfies that she was taking. What a fucking like, tragedy was like, these of were a the family. Se- these were the selfies I was taking. Though at the same time, like, I understand Chris is upset because it's her kid. Chris is upset because there's cameras on them. At the same time, if I was, like, in my early 20s and my sister was going to jail for three hours, I think that I also would not be looking at it with the most seriousness. Yeah, and you're going to, like, rich people jail. It's not exactly. like you're going to, like, she anything didn't, she serious. She didn't have a jumpsuit on, like, like any of that. Um, but also, unsurprisingly, like, as I said, this was iconic. Chris and Kim both have framed copies of Chloe's mugshot on full display in their homes as well. That's 
incredible. I would definitely do that to my sister if she went to jail. <laughs> That's so fucked. I would have mugshots of my entire family if something happened. Oh it's amazing. I mean, that's, but that's to say, Chloe hasn't done it since, that we know of, granted, but she hasn't been arrested yeah. for it since. Um, and she did say on the show that she learned her lesson and all that other stuff, whether or not she was phoning it in or she actually meant it, who knows, but she hasn't done it since. Mm. Next, we have Michael Phelps, whom some of you may have ah, heard of. He's an yeah, Olympic swimmer yeah. with 23 or so <clears throat> medals gold, like olympic medals under his belt yeah, or he can swim around his neck i guess oh he can fucking swim this yep. bitch swims yeah. um he also drives drunk uh, <laughs> i remember he this yeah. was uh, no you may not remember all of this because i thought i did too um i'm he, more in the swimming world than you are okay that's fair that's <laughs> fair and true that's a very good point and i take that back i apologize um he was first arrested in November 2004 for driving under the influence in Salisbury, Maryland. Mm -hmm. He pleaded guilty to driving while impaired and was sentenced to 18 months of probation and ordered to pay a $250 fine, attend a Mothers Against Drunk Driving meeting, and give a speech to high school students about the dangers of drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is 2004. So he's he's a I believe he was underage. I believe he was like I'm trying to remember, maybe like <clears throat> twenty, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. At the time. Um so he he was like it's like it's a Biebs situation. But then the one that I remember, in two thousand four, he was arrested and charged with driving under the influence again. This Not in time, 2004. Huh? 2014. Did I say 2004? God. Yes. 2014. Okay. 10 years later, 2014, decades. Um, driving under the influence of alcohol again in Baltimore, Maryland this time, as well as excessive speed and crossing double lane lines. Um, because apparently, according to authorities, he was driving 84 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone. That's too fast. Um, that's too fast. That's that's decidedly too fast. Yep. Uh, and for those who like, it's like me, double yes and for those who are not from here so he was going about 135 kilometers in a 72 ish kilometer zone yep. um not and good. his blood alcohol level was 0.14 percent nearly double the legal limit Oof -a. and yeah he ultimately pleaded guilty he got sentenced to 18 months of supervised probation and a one-year suspended jail sentence. However, U.S. Swimming suspended him from all competitions for six months, saying that he would not be chosen to represent the United States at the 2015 World Aquatics Championships in August. And because of that, the U.S. failed to qualify for the finals of the 4x100-meter free freestyle relay. So it, it did like have a ripple effect in yeah. more ways than one um he really did like get in my opinion like that's a good punishment yeah um for it but also he went on to go to rehab and he later told nbc's today show that at that time in his life he was going through a tough period saying quote i sent myself down a downward spiral i think it was more of a sign than anything else that i had to get something under control whatever it was i look back at that night and everything happened for a reason end quote which yeah good I mean, 
you can use it as a learning experience as long as you don't kill somebody uh, or hurt somebody or... I was going to say it's a little bit of a glib way to look at it. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. But, um, but I also think like um, like United States swimming, like taking that action against him is good because that like... That I thought was great, yeah. I was like, you don't, you don't drive drunk by accident. Like, no. You're making the choice to do that. So like you should get like repercussions yeah. for uh, your job, especially if you're a famous person. Absolutely. Well, we got- and I think every single famous person that has like charges against them should have to donate a lot of money to charity. Not <laughs> even just donate. I think that donating a lot of charity is fine. That's nice. That's great. But I think that they also need to speak use their platform to be like hey i did a fucked up thing this is why it was fucked up like i liked when in 2004 they had him go speak to fellow teenagers yeah and be like yeah this was a really fucked up thing that i did like yeah especially when you're younger like your younger fans will listen to you more yeah but that makes a difference if you don't if you actually learn from it and don't do it again because then like doing it again everyone's like well we were at that assembly where you absolutely this is horrible and we didn't do it and then you go ahead and do it again like it's fucked up yeah absolutely um but it's funny that you say that because our next one so i believe he's a country singer his name is sam hunt i think that's true yes um he was arrested in 2019 in nashville tennessee which further to me implies that he may be a country singer um After allegedly driving under the influence of alcohol, he was charged with a DUI, and two years later in 2021, he pleaded, he pled guilty and was sentenced to serve 11 months and 29 days at the DUI education centers, which was an alternative, it's an alternative sentencing facility, Okay, but this was later reduced to 48 hours, and he also was ordered to complete an alcohol safety course. So his license was revoked for a year. Um, and he later admitted that he made a, quote, poor and selfish decision in driving drunk. And he has since made a point to emphasize the importance of drinking responsibly. Yeah. Like, and uh, Nashville is a, a big drink in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people out not necessarily, like, looking where they're going. We've... Uh, especially if he was in the area that I was in in Nashville. Or the areas um, that we covered during our bachelorette party crimes. Because remember, yeah. Nashville came up many times. Nashville Nashville can get turned. Nashville knows Nashville how to party. Is, uh, which is it's fine. It's open place. Just party yeah. responsibly. Exactly. Um, and then this next one. This, might be, this one will probably be another surprise. Maybe not to like people who watch the show that this has to do with. But okay. I didn't watch the show. So I didn't know very much about this. Um, Bella Hadid. In okay. 2014, she was 17 she years old. She's a model. She's Gigi Hadid's sister, who's also a model. She is Yolanda one. Foster. Nay, everybody be proud. Hadid, um, her daughter Yolanda is a Real Housewife and a former model. Ah. Okay. Um, so they're famous for being pretty. Yes, um, her brother okay. Anwar Hadid used to date Dua Lipa. I believe he's also a model. Uh, Gigi Hadid had a baby with Zane. Got it. Yeah. But so Bella Hadid uh, was arrested and charged for a D- for DUI at 17 in 2014 after she rolled through a stop sign and nearly hit a police car 
on California's oh. Pacific Coast Highway at around 4 a.m. And I mean, I was going to say no cop, no stop. But in that case, you stop. there's a cop. You, you stop. better stop. It, <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's one thing that I also kind of wanted to make kind of clear here is when they say Pacific Coast Highway, it is not like a big old highway. It's like no, parts it's like of a it, two lane, right? Yes, parts of it are a highway and parts of it are like a two lane. Like it's very it's 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 mostly a scenic it, type of thing. It's a yeah, it's a highway because it goes like the entire length of the state. Yes, no, sure. I don't. I'm a bad Californian. I don't know. I just know that I like driving on I it because it's prettier, even though it takes longer. Yeah. Um. But she was pulled over and given a breathalyzer test. She blew a point one four, almost twice the legal limit. Oof. But her mom, Yolanda Foster, and she claimed that it wasn't alcohol, it was her Lyme disease. Um, okay. So, right. similar Where's to Khloe Kardashian. Where's the science behind that? Yeah, I was going to say, similar to Khloe Kardashian's excuse, the difference is they would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for Google. And literally, people quite quickly pointed out that Lyme disease can cause pain and, like, fuck up your ability to, you know, function efficiently and effectively. But it can't really imitate a high blood alcohol content level. That's not one of the symptoms. Um, So Hadid's driver's license was suspended for a year and she was ordered to serve six months of probation, perform 25 hours of community service and attend 20 hours of Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And mm-hmm. about five years after her arrest, though, um, an email that Foster sent to Hadid after her arrest went viral. Um, and he, yes, Hadid fucked up. She was a 17-year-old kid. She'd made a stupid mistake. It was not okay. Mm-hmm. But first of all, this email does pretty clearly indicate that they both definitely knew it wasn't the Lyme disease. Like, yeah. that it was the drinking. But regardless, this does not excuse the fact that Foster just says terrible things to her in this email. Um, yeah. Among other things, she called her daughter a, quote, spoiled, ungrateful, unthankful, thought- unthoughtful, careless human being, in- end quote, and said that she had, quote, failed as a mother, end quote, which that I can agree with. Um, just maybe not for the reasons that she thinks. And she asked how what she what she what Yolanda Foster had quote done to deserve this end quote and how Hadid was and asked how Hadid was quote going to survive end quote and said that she needed quote professional help end quote this seems a bit extreme it was she she rolled through a stop sign and she she didn't well she was driving drunk she was driving drunk I again that's like like unexcusable and stuff but the like if i had heard all of those details without knowing like what the crime was uh i'd think that she like killed people yeah well and uh, and yolanda from what i've gathered is not very well known for being like <coughs> good at to her children kind of basically ish like for example there's like a viral clip that like Gigi hadid apparently called her crying and yolanda was trying to get her into like modeling and so she's telling her to have like an almond and to chew it slowly because Gigi's like i'm starving and she's like have an almond chew it slowly um i've got this full email pulled up here and i mean i guess i can get into it because we're almost done but 
quote, Bella, I just got your car back from the pond and I was looking for your purse as I stumbled on the most disastrous car I have ever seen in my entire life. Now I am really in tears and really scared. Who are you? What were you thinking? You have literally turned into a spoiled, unthankful, unthoughtful, careless human being that is lucky to be alive. What an eye-opening experience to find beer cans, pink kitty bottles filled with vodka, bottles with Adderall, Vivance, rolling papers, and a car full of dirty clothes, dirty underwear with bloodstains, Tampax. Ooh. I have honestly never seen anything like it. Was your life that terrible at home? I am at loss for words. You need to do some serious soul searching, surging, Bella, to see how you got where you are and then get on your knees and thank God for still being alive. How can someone as kind, beautiful, and smart as you end up in this kind of a mess? I have really failed as a mother, and that is just the honest truth. How did I trust you were okay? Am I that stupid and naive, or are you that good of a liar? Why, all caps, Bella? What have I done to deserve this? I am so freaked out. How are you going to survive? Why am I even working my ass off to get you in a beautiful apartment if you cannot even keep your car clean? Is that how you are going to trash your home? If your car looks like the way you feel about yourself, you really need professional help. I thought that together we were going to be able to work through this, but now I am not sure anymore if I have the tools to help you unless you are really understanding what this has come to. I need answers and explanations. Answers and explanations, Bella. Like, that is... Uh, her. She's 17 years old and her car's a mess. Yeah. And she drove drunk, and that's not okay, but... Yeah, for sure. These are the words of a narcissistic mother. Yeah. Like. Yes. It's. It's very like, regardless, you don't talk to your child like that. And she's a child still. She's a minor. You don't talk yeah. to your child like that. Um, And yes, like what she did was so irresponsible. She's allowed to be angry with her. She's allowed to be like, hey, you fucked up really, really bad. She seemed to be lingering on the the condition of the car, though, because that's what people saw. That's what I'm that's what I'm picking yeah. up on. Yes. Yeah. The car was impounded and she yeah. picked up the car and sees what a mess it is. Sees that people see what a mess it is and all this other stuff. And oh, I'm sorry. What teenager's car is not a mess. Yeah. Like, like, come on. But anyway, we got a couple more here. Next up, we got George W. Bush. Oh, w. really? Um, so in 1976, Bush, who was 30 at the time, was arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol near his family's summer home in Kennebunkport, Maine. Must be nice. Because, um, you know. As you, as you do. It is nice there. I mean, yes, that's nice. But I mean, I mean, yes, I know. I, to have a summer home? Yes, that's more what I meant. Um, yeah. The privilege of the summer home, the privilege of the, of the, that you get a DUI and spoiler alert, still become president. Um, uh, you can do a lot worse than become president. That's very true. We've uh, all seen Ex that. We've seen it firsthand. Um, so he pled guilty he was fined $150 and had his, driving's li his driving license in the state briefly suspended. That was how it was back then. This is before uh, Carrie Leitner was killed. Yeah. Um, yep. The record went on to come up, however, during his presidential campaign in 2000 with Kennebunkport no, can't police. Hmm? Can't hide anything. No. Um, and it's weird because he at one point like even said he was like funny that this should come up now. I'm like while you're running for president. Yeah. Like you ran for governor of Texas. Yeah, everything's going to come up. Yeah. I'm like of course everything's <laughs> going to come up. It's a lot different running Texas of all states than a country. Yeah. Um, so 
he Kennebunk Port Police told CNN that the charge operating under the influence of intoxicating liquor was at the time considered a class a, a class D misdemeanor. Um, and Bush said, quote, I'm not proud of that. I made some mistakes. I occasionally drank too much. And I did that night. I learned my lesson. I told the guy, the arresting officer, I had been drinking. What did I what do I need to do? He said, here's the fine. I paid the fine. End quote. Bush also said that he gave up after um, he said, quote, I quit drinking in 1986 and haven't had a drop since then. End quote. Um, he said that that was because he met with Reverend Billy Graham, the late Reverend Billy Graham, um, and he began taking part in a serious Bible study. And also okay. his wife, Laura, was like, so this he called it persistent, gentle, but persistent pressure. I think it was more you need to stop fucking drinking or I'm going to leave your fucking ass. Yeah, um, that's yep. what I like to think. Thanks, Laura. But, um, yeah, so that's that. And then second to last one, this one goes out to Jim. <gasps> Love me some Jim. Yeah. Jeffrey Donovan, who okay. Haley's dad knows from his favorite show, Burn Notice. Loves him. Nearly rear the Is that the guy with the, the scary face? Huh? That's the guy with the scary face? I mean, I don't think his face is that scary. He's the I'm star of Burn Notice. He's the main guy. Yeah, I think he's... I think he's got a scary face, doesn't he? Wait, hold on. Let me see this guy. <laughs> Let her see this guy, everybody. Okay. Jeffrey Donovan. I don't think his face is that Maybe scary. Maybe he just looked scary in burn notice. No, he does. There's something about his face that I'm not like. No, I don't trust it. Okay. He was also in his the Changeling movie with Angelina Jolie about the Wineville chicken coop murders. Maybe that's. No. Yeah, I know him from Burn Notice. I know, but I'm saying from maybe that's down. like sticking in your head as that's what makes him creepy to you. I don't know. No. But y'all look him up. You let us know. Like, is he is he scary looking? Um, You know, it is scary. Almost rear-ending a cop at a red light. You're not going to want to do that. Yeah. And he did it. In Miami Beach. Everything happens in Miami Beach. Damn it, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, This was in 2009 when he was driving back from his hotel. And officials said that the officer was sitting at the traffic stop when Donovan's car came screeching behind the police cruiser before he just swerved to avoid hitting it just barely. And according whoopsies. to the police report, what babe? I said whoopsies. Yeah, just a little bit of a, a little bit of a slip. Um, uh, just he sneezed. Um, according to the police report, Donovan had watery and bloodshot eyes, and the officer could smell alcohol on his breath but the arrest report says that he told the arresting officer quote i really think i'm only borderline and not too drunk the only mistake i made tonight was drinking benadryl with three glasses of wine end quote oh hey yep yep (laughs) i'm like good for you that that is a mistake that's That's true i'm like good for you for taking for holding yourself accountable and acknowledging that yes that was a mistake Hey, he remembered how much he drank. And you told Not it a lot to of us can say that. The cop. Yep. Like, you know, okay. But to avoid jail time, he cut a deal and pleaded guilty to reckless driving, serving six months on probation and paying more than $1,000 in fines and charges. And yeah, that's that happened. I remember that happening. I don't remember the three glasses of wine and the Benadryl part, but... I'll ask, I'll ask my dad if he knows. Uh, yeah, you should ask him if he remembers that part because I would like to know if your dad remembers that part. Or, but 
also if we're gonna ruin your dad's like show maybe don't <laughs> i don't want to ruin this for him that's all right <laughs> no it's okay caitlin i'll just tell him it's you um but yeah so finally this last one this is a reminder that even the most perfect people are not perfect uh-oh uh drunk driving is a really fucked up thing to do um pun not intended but this one's disappointing to hear but it's also just i think the shock of it and this person's reasoning after the fact of like hey this wasn't okay and what they've said about it and whatnot you're scaring good me. reminder that you shouldn't do it so in 1993 as his career was taking off Keanu Reeves was struggling with getting a handle on becoming so famous so quickly. Yeah. And also, again, I said 1993. This is just a few months before River Phoenix died outside the Viper Room. Yeah. Um, so he was arrested for drunk driving in Los Angeles after an officer saw him driving erratically and pulled him over. He was charged with DUI, reckless driving, and resisting an officer, and he allegedly admitted to driving under the influence to avoid charges and was released on bail. But he later told a friend, quote, I was headed for destruction, but I didn't want to end up like my father. I looked at my mugshot. All I could see was my dad's face. I got my wake-up call and took it, end quote. Mm. His father, Sam, had been sentenced to 10 years in prison for cocaine possession. Ooh. Yeah. So he didn't want to end up like his dad. He pleaded guilty to reckless driving in exchange for these other charges being dropped, paid a fine. And then he cut his hair, started working out, quit partying altogether. And now apparently he only drinks on special occasions and he is the Keanu we know and love today. Nice. All right. And then he was in speed. Yeah. So, yeah. If Keanu can do it, if Keanu can own up to his mistakes, if Keanu can say, hey, ideally, I'm not going to ever drink and drive, but since I did it, I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. We all can too. Yeah. And if you need a little Keanu palate cleanser, go watch him. Uh, he has a bunch of like really good like talk show interviews. I Ugh. especially liked him on uh, Colbert. He did the, um, yes. a, like a questionnaire on Colbert. Yes. It's just, he had very sweet answers. Like he's very, like a, a very charming person. They were very wholesome answers. And, the, and for yes. those who don't know, like Keanu's done like a lot of really like secret good stuff as yeah. well um since then but my 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 main my main point here is just like yeah be 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 cool honey bunnies don't drink yeah. and drive drink if you want don't drink if you want like lord knows i am no stranger to enjoying the feeling of being enhanced um neither is Haley. but i'm sorry did i did i out you like that what? um but just have a driver or like have uber like an Lyft. uber set up yeah anything and and honestly i'm sure that also like you can <coughs> if you're at a bar if you're at a wherever if you don't have the money to order this somebody will do it for you i'm not saying to do that every single fucking time but if you're in a point where you're like either i leave my car and i don't have the money to go home or i take my car Find somebody with the money. Somebody will do it. I mean, it. 
I mean, I'm going to say just because uh, we host a true crime podcast, um, you should have your contingency plan ahead of time. Oh, agreed. Before you go out. Agreed. Because you don't want to be in that situation in a bar while you're already intoxicated and trying to find help from bar people. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Agreed. So that's not good. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about, was the Matthew Broderick one? Was he intoxicated? No, he was not intoxicated. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because I, I kept waiting for that one, but he wasn't. He wasn't drunk. He was no, just he, not a he good driver. Was in I think Scotland, and he drove okay. in the wrong lane, and he killed somebody. Oh. So, but he oh. was not. At least not they good. didn't find. He was not intoxicated. Jennifer Gray was in the car with him. Yeah, they were yeah. dating. That's how they found yeah. out. Um, yeah. And it, it's it, it, yeah, that was a that was a tough one. That but it wasn't. Um, what do you call it? Um, a, a DUI. DUI. Another one was uh, Caitlyn Jenner. They, she, oh, yeah. when she got into that fatal car crash that. in Malibu, um, she, she, I believe she was at fault, but uh, she was not under the influence. Um, and then there's others that I didn't include that, like for example, like I said, they weren't, um, or like they. We're going to talk about them in a full episode, but then also there's other ones yep. where I tried to keep it to drinking and driving. Yeah, not 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 other, other forms of like not. And, and I'm drugs. not even saying just partaking in things, but distracted driving. Yeah, um, because all of these are bad all of things. These are bad but things this you shouldn't do. Them. Is, yeah, but all right, we we tried to. This is going to be National Drinking Don't Drink and Drive Prevention all that month and. So just don't do it. Encourage your loved ones not to do it. And don't do it. Don't do it. Just please think of us. Think of how sad we'll be. Just don't. Can you just not? Just don't. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, we're going to say, yeah. we're not going to say bye this time. We're just going to go, don't. <laughs> don't. Uh, but before we go. Before we don't. Um, before we don't. Um, our website is crimeculturepodcast.telemo.com currently we still have a twitter that's <laughs> up in the air of whether that will we'll see still if we hang, have a twitter when this comes out i'm not holding yeah my that's we're on facebook instagram's probably the best way to get in touch with us um also our patreon yeah. and you know what there's one more place that's really good to get in touch with us do you know what it is is it our I, is is it our discord it is our discord oh. our new discord uh, Discord is a like group messaging platform. Yep. We got separate channels for different topics, so nothing gets lost. Um, Real time conversation with us and other um, friends of the pod. Yeah, and um, it's like Slack. Join us there. It's like it's like it is. Facebook Messenger, but without Zuckerfuck. Like it's 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 yeah. a it's a great time, and it is a great time, and um, it's free accounts, easy mm-hmm. to sign up for it um you can have notifications on off you can have notifications for specific channels you can have like our patreon uh members get um a special channel all to their own yes for secret uh patreon conversation um yeah and uh, as we develop this new relationship with our 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 discord we will uh be doing more fun stuff on there some with a bunch of people things. that decide to join. Yeah, we have some fun people there now and uh if you would like to join, 
um, it is invite only. Oh, yeah. So you need to message us on any of our platforms and we will send you the link to uh, join. We just don't want a lot of spam bots and and stuff out yeah. there. So that's why it's it's link no only. No Mel Gibsons. No. Um, so, yeah, send us a message. Again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and you can also email us, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. And get that link. Let's do it. And um, I think we're good. So with that, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.